1: Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is internet marketing and today I'm joined by Dr. Dave Chaffee, author and publisher of digital marketing advice site SmartInsights.com. Hello Dave.
0: Hello Andy and hello everyone. Um,
1: so let's start off Dave with you telling us a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah sure, well I, I've been involved in digital marketing uh, for, for a long time. Internet marketing, it used to be uh, Nahoon has back then, uh, so in 97, uh, I I was asked to do one of the first workshops uh, for the Chartered Institute of Marketing here in the UK on uh, strategic internet marketing, uh, we we called it. So that's really where I've focused uh, as a consultant and a trainer uh, since then. And uh, through doing the talks, it seemed a natural process. There weren't so many good books back back in the day. There's a lot of books on uh, digital marketing today. uh, But I was keen to uh, to turn my workshops into uh into books wh- which could help people uh, le- learn more about digital marketing because uh, there's so many options there was back then there's many many more options today so it's uh, it's really finding uh, the, the the best options for each business and that's that that's what I've always uh, enjoyed helping and understanding as the new uh, the new tools uh, from the platforms like google and facebook linkedin and so on as those uh those come out.
1: Yeah. So the focus today is going to be uh, digital strategy and planning. It's a, it's a funny area. I mean, we have talked about it before on the podcast, but why is it that so many businesses sort of don't have a solid strategy?
0: yeah I, I agree it's uh it, it's weird and uh, i i don't fully understand because when you talk to uh, people if i'm in a i often start my digital uh strategy workshops by saying well what are the reasons why we should have one and everyone uh, chips in with some solid reasons like you'd have for any marketing or business strategy so you need to have your goals defined you uh you you need to be able to measure whether you're on track so in this case through uh through google analytics um you need to prioritize your 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 investments and uh, get the right resources in place so they're all pretty obvious things you'd want to do for for, for a business but we've uh, we've researched this we did a bit of research with uh, uh ubm who run the technology for marketing conference here yes. in the uk and uh we we found that there was 50 percent of businesses and this was around the world actually that, that they, they didn't have any business uh they didn't have any digital strategy but they're doing digital marketing so it doesn't really make sense i mean there were that does mean that half of businesses were and of those we found that 16 percent had a they had a separate strategy and i think that's the best way to go if you don't have anything the the first stage is to say right okay let's look at this as a separate activity let's define what our goals are how we're aligning with our business strategy um and and then you can make the business case so often the issue is that uh almost regardless of the size of business that you have more senior people who aren't so bought into digital and they're not investing enough in it and uh yeah. so you get them on board and then it becomes part of uh your, your integrated marketing, comms, plans, and uh, you know, that's where a third of businesses were, were, were in the survey. And I mm. think that's where everyone needs to get to. So mm. you don't have these separate digital teams who are just working in a silo, but everyone is uh, working together.
1: Do you think it's, you know, because a lot of our listeners are quite small businesses, do you think it's with the small businesses that they just don't have somebody? I mean, you did allude to this in your answer. They don't have somebody mm. sort of allocated to it specifically.
0: Yeah that's right it's it's tough we we're, we're a small business ourselves at, at smart insights but i think with the uh, with the tools available it's not i think people uh one of the reasons they don't have a strategy is that they think a strategy has got to be some massive 30 or 50 page report like yeah. you might do you know if you're doing an mba at a uh, a, a university but for us it's really uh just about focus so it's it's um what, what we actually do with our member resources uh we, we say you just need a one or two page summary of where you're prioritizing your activities because mm-hmm. otherwise people tend to they, they chase the uh the shiny op- objects as uh, jeff bezos of amazon called them so this yeah. is like when you know the twitter Vine, we had uh, last year. This year, everyone's getting very excited about um what is it, Meerkat and yeah. Periscope, those video streaming services. Yeah, and yet they're not doing the basics right. It's really crazy. I mean, I, I I love learning about those new tools, and you know as much as anyone. But I I think it is quite easy to to get distracted or just to work on the techniques um which you know they might appear seductive. So uh, social media. Can work very well in some types of businesses, but I think most businesses I've worked with, um, the traditional workhorses of SEO, AdWords, and, and email marketing, uh, are, are likely to work. Likely to work better. Mm. Um, so, so, so you 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 can summarise it, and and it's just so you decide um, what what your. Uh, in, in a structure really and that's we, we've developed uh, smart insights we've developed this race framework which allows businesses to think through their capabilities and where they need to to focus it's across the uh, the whole customer life cycle so it's mm. uh, the, the, the classic marketing funnel so how do you reach people how do you uh, interact with them through the content and the customer journeys on your site or in Social media, and then once you've got that initial interaction, there may be a lead on your um, on on your list, how do you then convert them, and then once they're a customer, how do you engage them mm-hmm. so it's It's making sure you're working across that whole customer life cycle uh, and and I think it can work across businesses of of uh, d- different sizes uh, at Smart Insights, it's been quite nice because we developed this framework to help people think about their strategy. And we find we've got from the very smallest business to the very largest. So one of our members is uh, uh, a calligraphy uh, retailer. Guy runs it in his spare time in Mm. in evenings, actually a teacher. Um, And he he uses our framework to to grow that. But Mm. then I was talking recently to... uh, the digital marketing director at GSK, the, the big pharma brand, and they're, they're able to take this framework and this structure and adapt it to, uh, to their needs because it's all around how do you measure each stage and how, how do you then Im- improve and optimise. Mm.
1: So let's focus in a little bit on small businesses, perhaps. Uh-huh. Uh, so what does uh, a typical sort of uh, digital strategy look like in a small business from your perspective?
0: sure well as i say you do need that balance across uh, the the whole customer life cycle uh, but but often people are want going to want to prioritize on adding more people at the top of the funnel so that's usually where you uh, you get the most benefits from from starting so that that's looking at your how uh, how seo content marketing social media marketing work uh, work together mm-hmm. and then prioritizing on those so um with we, we've seen over the last uh, few years that there's been this big focus on content marketing yeah and I think that's actually the best way to focus it because if you get your content marketing right then your your SEO and social media will uh, will flow from that so you need some form of hub which is you know even the very smallest business really should that they, they need a site beyond uh, Facebook, and uh, then they can start publishing content regularly, and that can fit their scale. It could be you know some news for a for, for a local business once a month, or it could be weekly or, or or daily updates. But I think the thing with content marketing, people get that it's important, but they don't maybe invest in the real cut through content, um, which is going to make them stand out and people are going to share. So there's, there's a really interesting uh, book on blogging by a guy called Michael Stelzner. He runs uh, Social Media Examiner, yeah. which, which is a great, um, I'm sure a lot of the listeners know that one. It's, it's probably the best place to learn about social media marketing. And what he says is that you, you do need that regular content, that primary Content, but you also need what he calls nuclear. So you're going to, I guess, nuke the uh, competitors. So you're going to invest a bit more in, uh, in in content, which really will be shared. Whether that's a you know a viral video, everyone can probably remember the uh, the Dollar Shave Club club uh, viral video, but they invested in that. Or for for ourselves, it's something like uh, infographics. We our, our infographics on Pinterest have got. Um, over the years, hundreds of thousands of shares across well across all social media, and that's because we we don't just use some cheap and cheerful infographic producing tool. We we actually get them designed up, and it might cost yes. with our time maybe three or four k yes um, three or four thousand dollars for for each infographic. But that then positions us as knowing what we're talking about, hopefully, um, and and then they're also shared as well.
1: It's interesting, isn't it? Infographics have really uh, taken off in the last year or two. Do you think that businesses um, have difficulty in sort of thinking outside of the social media box, as it were? You know, because infographics aren't really social media. Well, I suppose they're shareable, aren't they? But they're not like Twitter or Hmm. Facebook. Do you think businesses have a difficulty sort of focusing outside of that these days?
0: Well, I think, uh, yeah, I I think people do get a bit fixated on, on social media and as People have heard. I'm. I'm a fan of using the analytics to see what's working and what 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 isn't. And when you look, um, uh, when you benchmark it across businesses, uh, a lot of business isn't um, driven by social media. So there's a service called Castora, for instance, in the in the states. And what they do, they track for all. It's it's for all the biggest um, uh, retail brands in the states, and they look at what's actually driving sales directly and um i think the the, the top three are adwords seo and uh, email marketing and each of those comes out maybe around 15 20 percent of, of the total new sales yeah the staples but social media is just nowhere it's down at, it's down at two percent so I, I i do wonder whether we uh we we, we get that balance yeah. wrong in a, in a lot of cases and we probably do ourselves
1: yeah do you think social media is a bit, is still a bit shiny?
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's um it's it's gonna work it, it will get you it will get you incremental uh business for sure and you have to be a bit more sophisticated thinking of, of how it's working because a lot of the tracking say in google analytics looks at the last click before someone converts but of course social media can be good for getting that initial awareness and um that that wouldn't show in the analytics unless you use the multi-channel funnels. And when we've done that, we find that we are getting um, people who are being introduced to us by, uh, well, it was LinkedIn in the, the early days, but now actually Facebook's more important than Twitter. Mm. And then people can convert later on. So I'm, I'm certainly not saying don't do social media. I'm saying make it... Um, that don't neglect the uh, the other channels and, and and integrate it in because it it is important for across our race framework across the customer lifecycle. It, it does support everything because it sort of supports the community of uh, in, engaging your audience so they'll return to your site and of course um, you get the social proof for conversion uh, as as well. So uh, just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater really. So just
1: to kind of summarize that last bit, when I mean, we talked about the staples and we talked about the slightly still shiny social media, where mm. do you think businesses should be focusing?
0: Well, it's uh, just, just going into a bit more, more depth on those areas. There's, um, there's a tool we've got on, on Smart Insights, which is called the, uh, the digital, we called it the digital marketing radar. And it's basically looking at all your online channels and saying which are going to give you the biggest bang for the buck. So what you might do, for instance, we're a business to business company, and we'd look and see, okay, well, LinkedIn is going to be a key area for us. So what can we do in LinkedIn? And uh, what we've done is, like everyone else, create a company page, but we've also created a a LinkedIn group to get a deeper engagement uh, through, um, through looking at one topic. So it's not branded as our LinkedIn group. It's looking at digital marketing optimization. So how can quite savvy companies compare so that's taken you know that that that's got um 15 or 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 15 16k uh 6 visitors and uh, members and that that's helped for us so that's just just one example and if if um you take a look at this radar another similar technique i'd recommend is is by a guy called uh, gabe weinberg who um some listeners may know about DuckDuckGo it's um, yeah. it's a search engine that's uh, I, th- I think you've maybe featured it in in the podcast a while ago but um, it's it's a search engine that's that's trying to uh, to uh, be it be a more uh, gentle version of Google if you like But yes. he's got this bullseye framework and it's saying well the starting point draw your your bullseye out look at where you're focusing now and then you'll you'll see the gaps so one area that I Go to Bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombas.com
1: slash ACAST, code ACAST.
0: I, I think we perhaps under, uh, we, we don't invest enough on or don't quite get it right at Smart Insights is with, uh, with content marketing, we're, we're good, I think, at producing the content, but we're not so good at the uh, the outreach. So, um, we're quite well connected in the UK, but not with influencers in the US, Australia, and elsewhere. So, so it's putting more time into 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 that outreach. And then, of course, there's a whole lot of things that you can do on the website itself by looking at the analytics, seeing the the customer journeys. So, just to be, you know, I like to be specific rather than just say, oh, it's social media um, and so on. So. In, in GA, one of the techniques I'd, I'd recommend is doing what I call a reverse or forward path analysis. So that means you would take your, um, if you imagine, you, most businesses can, can de- develop uh, what are often called now lead magnets. So when people arrive on the site, they'll see something they like and uh, that will encourage them to sign up. So for our calligraphy company I mentioned earlier, Scribblers, they've got, uh, it's just top 50 practical tips to uh to, to, to using uh, calligraphy pens and and, yeah. and and you know it didn't take them that long to uh, to create and um, but 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 it does a great job for them and what uh, you can do in the analytics is you can say well which pages are causing people to sign up so you can look backward across the customer journeys uh, on the site and see how they how they got there and then you'll maybe see some other pages you'll think oh well why aren't we driving visits from there because that's mm. a real popular page and then in the other direction you can go forward uh, i'm sure guys on the call have used uh, the heat maps but i actually prefer the navigation summary in in google analytics so for any landing page like the home page or other hub pages um you can see wh- where people are going forward to and just adjust the uh, the signposts the messaging um and, and and get better better results so for us that's that's enabled us to build up uh a different uh basic members from around the world just by looking at the analytics and we use kiss metrics as well to get yes. some more yeah. uh detailed in, insights so you can see I, I i really believe that there's great power uh in using the analytics to learn what's working and what's not and yet I'm not sure people have the skills or the time. Maybe management doesn't make available the time for reviewing the analytics. And mm. people just look at the curves and say, oh, yeah, we're doing, you know, we're doing OK. Visitors are trending good. But they're, they're not uh, they're not drilling down into the detail.
1: Such a rapidly moving area this, uh, Dave. I mean, what, mm. you know, from your perspective, how has it changed over the last year or two?
0: well as, as i mentioned earlier there's that that focus on uh, on on content marketing which i think has been uh, really he- healthy and when we've asked in polls on smart insights we we, we always look at future trends and we say what's going to make the biggest impact for your business in the in the year ahead and people have said content marketing for the last couple of years of yeah. course we've got mobile marketing as well i think most businesses are adapted to that they've realized through um I mean, mobile geddon as, as it was called with the Google update, mobile friendly update in April, that was in in all the, the, the mainstream newspapers in the UK. So you, you'd literally have to be living under a rock to uh, to to not know about that. So I think most people have got mobile right, but they've maybe gone. I, th- I think we like to simplify to help explain things, but people sometimes oversimplify. I was listening to a podcast Yesterday and and someone was saying, oh yeah, it's got to be mobile first. Mm. But when you actually look um, in in some businesses like ours, people don't, um, and even for for consumer retail businesses, most people don't convert on uh, on on mobile. And it's the same with mobile email; they might read the email on their smartphone, but they won't actually click on it. Yes. So you have actually got to make sure that mobile works on your on across so you've got the uh the, the smartphone for sure, that's got to work, but actually you don't want to degrade the desktop experience. And uh I I was interviewing um one of the user experience guys managing that at AO.com who are a uh, a consumer retailer and they've actually got separate teams looking on uh look for for each of smartphone, tablet and digital. They've got separate optimization teams and they use this uh, adaptive approach, which means if you go onto the AO.com on desktop against smartphone, it won't simply uh, rescale and resize. They've actually changed the content and the look and feel. Yeah, and I, I think that's where people could uh, could get more, more um, out of the mobile and, and desktop re- approaches.
1: Mm. What about marketing automation? Because we've seen quite a bit of that, haven't we? It been, hasn't been quite such a spike, but we've seen a sort of more of a, an uptake of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, um, there's certainly interest in it. And of course, you know, that's really been pushed by uh, the vendors who've uh, of these systems who, uh, you know, they're, they, they want to, they're, they're often not cheap, these, these systems, if you're yeah. paying on a recurring basis. So they want to it a great label, which shows the, the value. But for me it's it's not actually new at all. I, I wrote a book uh, back in, I think it was 2004. Mm. So, so I'm big into email marketing because it's such a an important channel. But this was called Total Email Marketing. And when we looked at techniques like that, that you've got now, like welcome sequences, when, when people first sign up, you shouldn't just send them a plain text email. It should be a nice branded email talking about your benefits and the values and not just a single email, but maybe... A series of emails over two or three weeks, targeted yeah. by role. So, yeah. what we do, for example, we we send different emails to a digital agency manager, against a consultant, against a marketing director. Um, so, all of those techniques that I talked about uh, back in 2003, that they're are really all marketing automation, mm. um, but that they've been available but the issue is it's a bit like strategy it's people aren't using the tools it's it's like with microsoft word or excel you know there's all of these uh, features available but people only skim the surface of it i've been um tracking this through uh, I, I used to work for e-consultancy r- writing some of their, their their reports best practice guides yeah. on seo and so on and one of the things they've done is a, a benchmark of email marketing marketing automation over the last 5 years with with Adestra and um, one of the questions they ask is do you use these uh, these automated uh, welcome sequences which are part of marketing automation and do you segment and target and and it just hasn't changed at all over mm. the over the years so there's a real problem somewhere that people aren't being given the time to plan the rules of marketing automation so there's budget available to buy the systems for sure. But uh, there's people are just pumping out traditional campaigns um, with, without time being made to, uh, to, to plan out these, these sequences because it's not, it's, it's not that easy to do that. And mm. um, uh, it, it, it is quite a specialist skill.
1: So let's move on to some classic mistakes to avoid, Dave. And I, th- I think I know what you're going to say.
0: We could talk about uh, not not having a digital strategy and and so yeah. on i'll, I'll um look, look to say uh look, look at some practical tips that we haven't uh, looked up in, in in the call before so um yeah let's let's take one each from uh, for, for, from seo email marketing and uh and and, and conversion rate optimization okay. so so with uh, seo i wouldn't say it's a mistake yeah, yeah, it is a mistake. It's actually pretty crap. I think that if you look at everyone knows a blog is important now, and most businesses have a blog, but if you look at blogs, they they don't actually work that well for SEO out of the box. So you you have to um, think about as as the uh, the internal link structure and the architecture of the. The site. So a, a classic thing is that you'll see blog archives, which are just repeating uh, the content again and again. And people might be using tags or or categories in in WordPress, say. But unless you create specific what, what we call hub pages, you're not really going to get the traction from your blog that that you might. And uh, so when we built Smart Insights three or four years ago. Uh, we, we built a series of hub pages and and sub pages, so we might have a hub page on, say, email marketing, and then one of the sub pages would be around behavioral email, which is part of this marketing automation. So for doing that, from doing that, we've managed to grow up to, I, I think, the peaks um, last month was about 300 and co- um, sorry. Uh, three quarters of a million page views a month. So we get we over 300,000 unique. So that's because we've treated the site architecture seriously. And a lot of people think, and I think a lot of commentators will say, well, as long as you're doing fresh content and you're regularly um, get getting quality content out there, you'll be fine. But you do need to do more um, and, and you need to do the outreach as well to get the deep links back to to those hub pages rather than um, so if I'm working with an email vendor, for example, I'll ask them to link back to our email marketing hub page rather than the, um, the, the homepage It's it's really SEO one Oh one, but, mm. um, it's it, not everyone knows that I think they, uh, they, they still think about on page and they know links are important, but it's links to the home page. Yeah. So I said I'd uh, cover off some on uh, yeah. email marketing as well. I've said the mistake of not getting your welcome sequence. Right. I think yeah. the other uh, the other mistake there is um, not understanding the behavior. There was some great research recently by Litmus and it showed that it looked at where people are clicking on emails and it it just falls across away massively between the first, second, and third link. Mm. So you you need to tr- treat an email just like a web page with those sort of calls to action that are effective. Um, and, and the same research showed that on mobile, people aren't really clicking at the same level. So you've got to have a real impact with your emails read on mobile, which says, yeah, that I, I really need to know this, or that's a great offer. I'm going to go back to that when I'm on uh, when I'm on desktop. Yes. So I think um, the third mistake on, on, on the uh, the conversion area, and this is, again, the thing that surprised me over the years, is that people don't work hard enough on uh, conversion rate optimization. So there's these tools like uh, Google Content Experiments, which is part of GA, which is, is free. But many people, it's the same story, I think. They take specialist skills and they need time to set up the tests. But really, every business should be running continuous tests on the different parts of the website. So we might look one quarter at, say, optimizing the home page. Then it would be some of our landing pages and then some of our resource pages. Uh, so it, it's running those structured tests because you can't really second guess how um how people are going to respond we, we we're shocked all the time that we th- we implement ideas which we think are great ideas and they actually can work worse than the original mm. and there's this rule of thumb that if you run a test a third will uh, fail they'll be worse a third won't give much difference and a third will give you significantly better results so you do need to be running a lot of tests and i i saw an interesting talk by uh, I think it was Shop Direct where it, it was there, you know, they're an example of, of a big company, but where one of the senior managers who was speaking their their VP of sales, he was saying we're, we're really committing to these tests and we've increased them from doing 50 tests a month to 150. I think they're now on 250. Um, now, that's not going to be practical for the smaller business but using Google Content Experiments is free and you can do an A-B test of your homepage or one of your key landing pages. So it, it is open to, uh, to all sizes of businesses.
1: Well, Dave, thank you so much for coming on the show. How can our listeners find out more about you and more about Smart Insights?
0: Uh, that, that's a pleasure, Andy. I've enjoyed going through, uh, going across the years, really, and seeing some of these mistakes being uh, repeated. But uh, hopefully we've given... Uh, so some ideas of areas to uh, to look at. But uh, yeah, we're, we're at smartinsights.com. And uh, to give one final tip, we, we do use pop ups and our lead magnet is a, a template for a digital marketing plan. So if you, you head to smartinsights.com, uh, that, that's a free download about our our race uh, framework. So hope that's helpful. And any other uh, questions, uh, feel free to connect on, on LinkedIn. Dr.
1: Dave Chaffee, thank you very much indeed. And thank you, listeners, for listening to the show. You can find show notes at sitevisibility.com slash impodcast. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you want to feedback, we've got two ways of doing that. The email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk and we also have a telephone line where we can hear your dulcet tones plus four four one two seven three two five six one five oh if you want to leave a comment or indeed ask a question so that's all from me andy and that's all from dave thanks andy thanks everyone all the best with uh, grappling with digital and we'll see you next time on internet marketing